Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today we're going to look at a subject which is rounding off corners and how this helps other people to be more comfortable around you. Quite a mouthful, but quite an important statement. And with me today, I have Padina from Spirit. So greetings, Padina. And greetings to you. So the first thing I will ask you, Padina, if you don't Mm -hmm. mind, is what do you mean by this subject? Well, it is symbolic, a metaphor, to really illustrate how people of the earth, not in spirit, but of the earth, may be a little abrasive at times, hurting others, maybe not always intentionally but in a clumsy fashion, to have perhaps metaphorically sharp corners within the person, which might then perhaps knock against other people metaphorically, cause them some discomfort. As I say, whether this is intentional or not, But this is, I am sad to say, typical of the behavior of mankind, particularly at this time in this civilization of yours. Thank you, Padina. So what do we do about it? What do we do to get rid of these rough edges, as you say? Well, we first need to be aware of the problem, and to consider how we should address other people. Always, and most important, most important, always graciously addressing others, giving consideration and concern to others at all times. And this requires perhaps a little training, also requires spiritual tuition and knowledge to enable people to understand this a little more, but also to perhaps get people to appreciate how they are themselves and to do what we would suggest is a self-inspection to consider how they are with others and if indeed at times they may be rude or a little hurtful in their manner and we need to smooth off and round off those corners. So how do we go about it? What would we need to do? 
And, and, and when would we need to do this? Well, as I say, the first thing, the first rung of this ladder we step upon is really to, as I said before, do a self-inspection, to analyze ourselves. And we do this perhaps in a meditation, or at least perhaps a contemplation, a browsing, to consider ourselves, to perhaps think of times when we have had conversations with others, and perhaps there may have been a reaction from someone who perhaps was offended or felt uncomfortable with what we had said or how we had talked to them. And then we might analyze this and think about it, think why that had happened, and really coming to the important question of what is it within me that is causing other people to react, finding themselves uncomfortable by my delivery of something I have said. Sometimes, Padina, when you talk to people, is it possible that they're going to take offence whatever you say? So is it always the the rough edges that cause the problem, or, or, or is it sometimes people's reception of what you well, say? Well, that is quite true. Of course it could be. Then it is up to them to consider how perhaps ungracious they could be in not accepting what has been said in the right manner or by misinterpretation of what was said. But the most important thing, of course, is you will always give truth. And sometimes, whether you mean to or not, by giving truth, you could cause upset with another person. And sometimes you need to give the truth, knowing full well that it might cause some discomfort or unrest with the other person. But nonetheless, you give it as graciously as you can by saying, I am sorry if I offend you, but I must give you the truth and say whatever. This is how you would address that situation, graciously, but always, always in truth. May I also say, they may not like you for this, but at least you gave the truth, and they might then respect you for having given the truth and told them what you think. Indeed, Patina. Thank you. So how do we take this forward in the future to help other people, would you say? Well, I think in the future, as man starts to accept 
spiritual knowledge and teaching which will come to be, especially as children at a time in your future will be taught spiritual knowledge, spiritual understanding for many years in the primary age before they would ever be taught any academic subjects which would be introduced to their teaching later when they moved on to a secondary education. But in the future, man will learn. He will need to. He will want to, to learn. And in doing so, people will be taught how to be gracious one to the other, how to communicate accurately and well to other people. Thank you. So, if we apply ourselves in the way you suggested, how will people be in the future, would you say? Well, as I say, they will be more gracious one to the other. There will be more quietude. I find when I look upon your world and I scan and I see, and of course, I had a life on the earth not so long ago, and I would notice how then people very often would natter, they would chatter, they would talk endlessly about unimportant things, about silly things sometimes. And all of this will go. I am not saying one must be formal and serious and only talk about very serious matters. Of course not. But communication will be more accurate. People will learn to communicate well. And as a result, there will be less misunderstanding. There will be more peace in your world. And people will give time to thinking more. And that is so important. It is an aspect of your life that is so dearly missing of people of the earth generally, that they do not think enough. They do not give time to thinking because they are so busy making noise. It is almost that man is fearful of silence, which rationally does not make any sense. But it is so that some people must surround themselves with noise, with music, or with their television screens or their radios, just so that they do not have silence. And yet, silence is golden, as they say. It is important. That has to come 
in your future as well. There is a certain pollution of noise within your world, which is damaging. It damages nature, it damages some of the creatures within your world, and it is abusive. That will have to go. Thank you, Bedina. Now, this self-analysis you speak about, and you also speak the fact you need advice and, and support and help from spirit to achieve this. But how would you recognize your odd corners and sharp points and things in your daily living, if you like? Well, that is for the individual to find within themselves. But perhaps to give an example, it may be, and this is just one example, it may be that the flaw of cruelty is strong within the person. And they may not be fully aware of this. And they may, may make perhaps a funny remark, or they think is funny, which is perhaps a little hurtful, or could be damaging to another person. And then, of course, the other person might react or feel hurt quite reasonably. And the giver of this might not fully appreciate the effect of what they are saying, how damaging it might be. But if they were to think about this, if they were to consider the aspects of this flaw of cruelty and how it might surface in people, how it might respond with people's conversations at times, thinking on this. And that is, as I say, maybe just one very simple example. But with tuition, but even without spiritual knowledge and tuition, one might think in the quietness at the end of their day, reflect on their day, thinking on how they have been with other people, thinking about perhaps asking the question, why? Why did that person react after I said this? Which might give you a clue as to how you had addressed them and it had it affected them and what, what occurred. How did this happen? And maybe something you said caused them to feel some discomfort. And that little sharp corner could then be burnished and worked upon by yourself, where you might say to yourself, hmm, I realize now that what I said was not very good. And perhaps next time you will not say it in those terms. And you might 
reconsider how you might come across to people. The bottom line here, Bedine almost, is the fact that think less of yourself and consider more about other people and how they feel and putting yourself in their Mm -hmm. shoes, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Yes, that is very true. Thank you. Well, we're coming to the end again, Mm -hmm. Medina, so quickly, Mm -hmm. to the end of our podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we close? No, I think we have covered this. And it is, I would say, a good exercise to do because, one, you are improving yourself, you are developing yourself by this means if you work on this. And, of course, that makes you somebody who other people might then be happy to be with in your company and be very comfortable with you. So it has many benefits in many ways. Benefits everyone, doesn't it? Mm. So that's lovely. Thank you very much, Bettina. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage, www.erasmus-foundation.org. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, or indeed have further questions for us, then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.